What's up, everybody? Patlin here, and welcome to episode 1175 of Ask Pat 2.0. And this is a special episode because you're about to listen to a Where Are They Now episode, just like on Shark Tank, right? They do the little pitches, and then you know, several months go by, years go by, and then they come back and they check in on somebody. That's exactly what we do here. And today we're talking with Sarah Murphy, who was on the episode back in 1120, where she was trying to figure out what she should do because she has a business, an apothecary sort of business where she creates a lot of skin lotions and things like that to help people. And Alchemilla is the name of her website, A-L-C-H-E-M-I-L-L-A. She created this thing called like, it was a sausage tree sort of mixture that people around the world would want, right? And so she had a lot of options. Maybe she creates some online courses to help people with some of this stuff. Maybe she goes deeper into products and manufacturing. Maybe we go into building more of a client base. And so we discovered a lot of great things there. And today we're gonna catch up and see how she's doing. And I'm just gonna give you a little bit of a preview. Unfortunately, the pandemic hit very, very hard. And I just gotta give you a warning because you might get a little bit triggered in this because so many things seem to happen all at once to Sarah. But I I do wanna tell you, I've never been around somebody who's had so many things happen to their business, yet feeling like I was always seeing somebody smile on the other end. And you're gonna hear that smile through this entire process and how she's picked herself up, how she's learned from what has happened and how she's still looking forward despite all the things that have happened. So what happened? Well, you're gonna have to stick around. So here she is, Sarah Murphy from episode 1,120. Here we go. Sarah, welcome back to Ask Pat. It's good to see you, good to hear you again. How are things over there? Oh, great, thanks. Thanks for having me on. Yes, it's still a little bit strange. We're still in the full lockdown here in the UK, but hopefully things are beginning to look more positive. The sun is out and yeah, things are on the up. That's good. Things are on the up and up here too. And last time you were on the show, that was episode 1,120. We talked about growing and selling more product without overwhelming yourself. And to the point where you were worried about, you know, if you do more things, it would compromise the quality of what it is that you were doing. Can you remind people what it is your business is? And then we'll kind of dive into how things have gone since. Yeah, I think the last time I spoke to you, I was really at the start of a new journey. I was rebranding my business looking into all kinds of things. I I was really a little bit like a caterpillar with so many feet. I just didn't know which way to walk. You know, I was going in all directions. Shall I do online courses? Shall I build my client base? Shall I develop this product? Because you were doing a lot of one-on-one stuff, right? At the time, it was mostly one-on-one. Yeah, I was before the the great event happened. So yes, I decided to focus on my sausage tree cream because that was my cash cow and it was really doing quite well. And getting quite a lot of attention. Obviously, the keyword, it's quite an unusual thing. So I was coming top of the searches for that particular product. And yeah, it was doing really well. And I think the last time I spoke to you, it was probably about three weeks before lockdown happened across the world, you know, before the big announcement. And I just thought if I could go back to that time again, and somebody could say to me, do you know what's going to happen? I think I might have made some different choices. I manufactured the product and found myself trying to get it into stores when all the shops had just decided to close. So, yeah, I did manage to get into a couple of stores and it was quite exciting for a very short window of time. And then what happened was, obviously, everybody started to go online. So I was finding my sausage tree cream popping up on other people's 
sites because they were putting their shops online. So that was sort of diluting that that was not the idea that I had in mind when I decided to launch to the, to the stores. So that was one problem. And I had to think quite quickly about how to sort of get that back and take ownership of it again. So on one hand, them promoting your product sounds like a good thing, right? Why, why was this a bad thing? Yeah, because I, that was actually then taking quite a bit of my traffic away from my website. Ah, uh, they were buying it elsewhere. Got it. So a little change of tactic, I decided to approach some of my fellow herbalists and sell wholesale to them because they were still open and they had clients that were coming for, you know, stress, acne, mask. Did you know that was a thing? Mask me? Mm-mm. Mask, because people have acne because of wearing masks all the time. Oh, right, right. Like, yesterday. <laughs> Somebody yeah. hashtag me, hashtag mask me, M-A-S-K-N-E. And I thought, oh, well, that's a thing I've never heard of. So, yes, I began then selling wholesale to practitioners rather than to shop. Ooh, a little bit of a workaround. So that was a temporary solution. However, I found that as well, um, another problem which I hadn't thought of was that people don't like change. And my new product was a little bit different from the one that I'd been making in my kitchen. So even though I had gone to all of this expense of making, you know, in the manufacturers, finding packaging, branding, all doing all these nice things, organic ingredients, people were still emailing me, can I have the old version? I have the one that you Really? Yeah. So then that became almost like a double. I was still making things in the kitchen, but also trying to promote this new cream. So, and again, <laughs> coping with the pandemic. And I think everybody was just really in such a desperate attempt to re-evaluate the whole business model, weren't they, to make sure that the, the income was still coming in. So I was really in quite a vulnerable place this time last year. Yeah, this time last year was very hard for a lot of people for all different kinds of reasons. And it seemed like a lot of the hard work that you put in was just kind of being put at a halt. I mean, having gone into stores, seeing how joyful that was probably, and then stores getting shut down. The beauty is, you know now that you can do it. And when we come out of this, hopefully that's the direction you go down again, because that's going to be really neat. But with regards to the recipe changing, you're right, people don't like change. I don't know, was that a quality issue or was that more of a, a recipe change issue when manufacturing was brought on board? My original recipe had quite a, a big water content because it was a lotion and that was an issue with shelf stability and preserving the cream. It had to be changed for sort of safety regulations to get around that, which made the product a, a bit thicker. And people liked the fact that it was more, the older version was more absorbable. So I'm still trying to work around that. Um, another disastrous part of the chain of events was that the manufacturer actually had a fire in the factory after my first oh, batch. No. Are you kidding me? I know. What? So I managed to get my batch out, but now I'm not able to do another batch for a while until the, Jeez. the issues. When it rains, it pours. <laughs> Does... It's challenging, but it's a, it's, all, it's a big learning curve, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you are, you've been smiling this whole time, though, which I think is really neat for those listening. And I'd love to know now we are a year past the start of all this. How are things going now? Where have things settled? And again, like I said, bright future coming. Where are things like at this very moment for you? Yeah, after the top issue, I did lose quite a lot of sales because then again, we had Brexit, of course, mm -hmm. um, which made the trade zone with selling to the US. I did have quite a large number of customers in the, in the US. And 
So they were being hit with huge customs charges on top of the additional postage charges. And the fact that parcels were just taking ages to get through because of staff shortages and lorries being blockaded and not being allowed to, you know, planes not being able able to get off the ground. So I just thought, right, okay, let's just have a complete fresh start. And I decided to take a load of material I had on a memory stick and begin looking at creating some online courses. In the summer, I would be doing herb walks. I would be doing manufacturing workshops in person. And of course, all of that was on hold. And I had a wealth of material. So I just bought a plugin for my website and gave it a whirl and had to go creating an online course. That's great. I mean, what a nice compromise, a nice pivot. Part of entrepreneurship is adaptability, right? Like, here's the situation presented to me. What's possible now? I think that's really smart. So how did the the courses go? How did the workshops go for you? I did a first cohort in February. So that was just a sort of a test run of 10 people. So the course is live now. Maybe I can't mention the name of the plugin. I don't want to sort of promote anybody unfairly. But I am looking at maybe doing a, a membership option where people are paying a monthly subscription. I've really got into slow TV, which I know is a bit of a niche area. I bought myself a GoPro because all we could do is walk. And luckily, yeah. we live in a really nice part of the world. So off I went on my daily walk. And three hours later, I've got so much footage. And it's just, there's nobody about. And there's all of these plants growing. And nature was just thriving everywhere because obviously everybody was inside. So now I've got a ton of footage. And I was thinking, how can I turn this into, I mean, oh, do you think there are people that would sit and watch a three-hour like, hike around Cornwall? I mean, you look on YouTube, there are 10-hour videos of the same song playing over and over again with like a dancing cat. Like, first of all, you have this footage, you never know, right? So it could potentially be just worth putting up even for people who want to have more of a meditative walk or a view of something. I mean, that's pretty intriguing. Depending on the quality of it, I can even imagine that being licensed out to different companies who perhaps, you know, have that kind of value to offer. But that's cool. I'm glad that you have found something sort of like kind of on the side to, to experiment with and, and try. But the GoPro is an amazing piece of, of kit for sure. It's, it's a lot of fun to work with. And it's just a whole learning curve of learning technology, isn't it, from scratch? And I, I, you know, I was thinking back, actually, the first time I stumbled across you was on a thing called Periscope. Do you remember Periscope? Yeah, Periscope. That was like live streaming video, kind of Periscope and Meerkat came out at the same time. And then Facebook took over live streaming and Instagram Live kind of came about too. That That's funny. I, that's a long time ago. I know. I was thinking, how far have we come with technology since then? And, it, it, you know, if we don't embrace these changes... We are missing out. So it has been a challenge and it's been very stressful to try to really adapt from being a herbalist, seeing people one-on-one and trying to create a product that's going into the shops to, you know, buying a GoPro and thinking about potentially setting up a community online where people in the US or, you know, people that are stuck inside that can't get out and do these walks and they want to be outside in nature and can just experience a little bit of that maybe for half an hour and learn a bit about what's growing in the back garden. I mean, weeds are everywhere now, <laughs> you know, and maybe getting a bit of joy of personally getting away from the screen as well for a little bit and being outside. That's kind of cool. I mean, I could imagine if you were to consistently publish like a walk and I can start to put that and integrate that into my daily sort of routine and I get to kind of look forward to it and subscribe and 
share it if it's, you know, perhaps has some real nice royalty-free music or maybe not royalty-free music, but you hear the crunching of the leaves on the ground. You just start to kind of like escape a little bit. A lot of people are looking to escape. So this could be a neat experiment to, to play around with until, you know, things get back to somewhat normal and you can get back into stores and get back into the manufacturing and, and figure out a solution for all that stuff too. But yeah, like try it out, lean into it, see what happens. It would be kind of interesting to see Maybe it's called like, you know, just, you know, walk with me today or something. It's just like a peaceful way to kind of come around town with you and see some parts of the world that, you know, I wish I could see, but I can't because I'm stuck at home right now. So yeah, that's kind of cool. I like that. I, I, I'm i all for trying new things. I started a brand new YouTube channel during the pandemic about Pokemon cards and it's going pretty well right now and it's it's bringing me joy. And if even if nobody was watching it, I'd still have a lot of fun because it's something I enjoy with my kids. So there's something to be said for at least amongst all the craziness and all the things happening at the same time to find some joy somewhere. And if you want to share that with others, all the more power. I really think this has taught me that it's so important to enjoy your business and enjoy what you do. Yeah. Because, you know, there was a period of time where it was just a matter of scrambling around trying to think, oh my God, I need to just completely reinvent this now. What am I going to do? Where is the income coming from? And it, it, it is scary. But at the same time, it is a bit of an adrenaline rush, isn't it? Because you think, do I really want to be sitting here doing the same thing in 10 years? And it's nice. The change is nice as long as you don't allow it to overwhelm you. And I think that's where I've at times fallen down. Well, it's interesting because the last time you were on, we talked a lot about overwhelm and, and your experiences with that. I don't have any sense of the fact that things are, quote unquote, crumbling around you. Because number one, you've just had, again, a smile on your face the whole time. But I think that maybe you are learning that these trials and struggles are part of the growing process. It's a part of the learning process and it, it's ultimately making you stronger. I mean, you're already making really, really smart decisions and running little experiments here and there, which is what a true entrepreneur would do. And I think out of the pandemic, it has hurt a lot of people. Obviously, it's, it has affected all of us. And it is those who are thinking, okay, well, what does this make possible that are going to come out of this even better? And that's what happened to me in 2008 after getting laid off. For a while, I was down in the dumps and not really thinking there was anything good that was going to happen out of that. And then I finally had the courage to try new things. And those things worked out really well. And I'm so glad I got laid off now, right? So we might look back at this, you know, years from now and go, wow, that was actually, if it weren't for this, all this stuff happening, this great thing I have now wouldn't have existed. And we're just kind of in the middle of that story right now. Yeah. Change is as good as the rest, isn't it? Is that the saying? <laughs> yeah. But that's crazy that all those things happen at the same time and oh just my the God. manufacturing plant. It was like lockdown, then it was the Brexit thing, and there was the fire. It's almost like somebody's saying, stop now, you need to really do something else. But hey-ho. Cool. Well, we will check in with you. We're in the middle of the story right now. Any great hero story has a challenge where they're faced with new demons, new evils, new whatevers. And it is those who persevere, those who get mentorship, those who get help, and those who try new things, who come out the other end so much better. Like any good story from Harry Potter to Katniss Everdeen, you're making your hero story right now. And I'm encouraged by the way that you are approaching the tough times. And, you know, again, we're all here to support you, Sarah. And, and, and I think this is probably a very encouraging episode for people to hear, to know that not everybody has unicorns and roses all the time. And I think that this is just one of those stories that I'm looking forward to to rounding out with you the next time. So if you don't mind, I'd love to check in with you again and bring you on for another time at some point. Once things get back to normal, once we start to see 
more of your stuff on the shelves. I think it, I think it'll be really great. So well, hopefully after this, everything will be like a, a piece of cake. <laughs> yeah, Sarah, you're awesome. Thank you so much. One more time, any websites or any anything you want to point toward, feel free to share it. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. I think last time I was trying to avoid being on social media because I'm so wealthy and now I've just gone <laughs> in the complete opposite direction. Yeah. Please have a look at my online course. It is based on a real analog workshop that I run at our local health food shop. It's very accessible to everyone and it's about herbs for liver health, which is really important for everybody now for your digestion, for your mood. And yeah, anything that you can do to look after yourself is always helpful. So that would be nice if people would have a look at that on my website. And where where would they go to get to find that? What's the website URL? Alcamilla.co. Sounds good, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. We appreciate you. We'll check in with you again soon and best of luck to you. Thank you. Thanks so much, Pat. Take care. Sarah, thank you so much for coming on for the Where Are They Now episode here. Definitely one that was difficult to do and and, and I'm sure difficult for listeners to listen to because you can't help but feel for you, right? We empathize. We all go through this startup process together as entrepreneurs and, and to have certain things like this happen all within a short period of time and it's out of your control with the fire and the fact, oh man, it's just like, ugh, dagger, right? However, your positive attitude is what's gonna keep you moving forward and that's what's gonna get you to win. I promise you that because no matter what happens, and I got this from James Wedmore, that is you either get the result you wanted or the lesson that you needed. True failure, no matter what happens to you, is giving up. You keep going, persistence and grit is what will get you to success. So I wanna commend you for that, Sarah, because it's definitely inspiring to hear and hopefully others hear this and they get inspired by it too. And if they wanna reach out to you, they can find you at alchemilla.co, A-L-C-H-E-M-I-L-L-A.co. And Sarah, appreciate you so much. And for those of you listening, if you'd like to get coached just like Sarah did back in the day, you can actually reach out to me at askpat.com. You can fill out the application there and I might reach out to you and we'll see if we can set something up. So thank you so much, Sarah, for coming in and sharing and being vulnerable and helping us learn and empathize. And you know, we're, we're here for you. We're here for you. And to you, the listener, for listening all the way through. I appreciate you a ton. Looking forward to serving you next week. We got another new coaching call to serve you next week. So make sure you hit subscribe if you haven't already. Thanks for all the reviews. I've been reading them. I appreciate them so much. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Cheers, peace out, and as always, Team Flynn for the win. Thanks for listening to Ask Pat at askpat.com. I'm your host, Pat Flynn. Sound design and editing by Paul Gregoris. Our senior producer is Sarah Jane Hess. Our series producer is David Grabowski. And our executive producer is Matt Gartland. Ask Pat is a production of SPI Media. We'll catch you in the next session. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects 
That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.